0: Welcome back! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to uh, episode seven of so Three seven. Decades Deep. Yeah, that's it. I'm very, very excited for today. Actually. I know we've
1: got our very first ever special guest. Yes, which is a huge milestone for us and a super exciting episode that we're going to have to chat about some pretty cool things. Yeah,
0: yeah. So um, we have Renuka. Here, have I pronounced that right? Yeah, perfect. Great. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Renuka. Um so Renuka Renuka specializes in um human design. Um, which is a new kind of concept for me. I, I haven't I don't know too much about it, but um, you know, I'm really excited to learn more about it. Um and yeah i guess like jackie you met Renew new car yeah at um, a um
1: networking lunch actually which was so nice and i remember when you just sort of started talking about what you do and why you do it and you could just see the passion in you like in your voice in your face in everything like you just had so much passion about it and instantly i was like i need to know more like i was like this is amazing so i'm so excited to have you here and be able to chat about this today
2: yeah, thank you, um, and I'm glad, like you know, that you picked up on that. <laughs> yeah. um, so I am really passionate about uh, self mastery in general, personal power, and uh, self leadership, and all of that comes with self knowledge, like knowing yourself more. And over the years, uh, I was just chatting to M before um, the podcast that I have accumulated a lot of um, knowledge and experience in this space. So uh, in India, for example, where I grew up, I studied a master's in psychology. um, And I've always been like generally very curious about human behavior, human condition, um, our mindset, emotions, energy. So uh, looking back, I think I've accumulated a lot of like scientific and spiritual
3: mm-hmm. uh tools mm-hmm.
2: uh that help me um understand more about who i am as a person and in turn obviously help others uh do the same and um and there's like an underlying theme of empowerment mm-hmm. um with that i love that i love that and i feel like
1: we're sort of into the whole like Energetics, spirituality mm. um like that kind of stuff and this is just like a whole new ball game i think yeah. like the way you explained it and i'll get you to explain it that way like okay. in a second but the way you explained it was like you know it's a bit of this it's a bit of that mm-hmm. but, and then it's all sort of mixed into one and it creates this like amazing thing and an amazing tool to be able to
0: better understand mm-hmm. yourself and others and I, and I love what kind of sparked you know, when you were saying you've kind of combined both the scientific stuff Mm. in terms of psychology and you've sort of combined that with the spirituality. Um, and I guess this more holistic sense of self, which is really cool because I think that there's just so much merit to both. Um, but sometimes you, you know, together you really get this, I don't know, this wholesome, um, yeah holistic sort of perspective of someone
2: 100 um and i think you realize this more and more after the pandemic um that there is not just one side of or one way of thinking anymore we human beings are holistic um spiritual beings um so there is more to human condition and our life than just um you know textbook knowledge um, so over the years, you know, that led me to learn, not just psychology, hypnotherapy, uh, Reiki, uh, energy healing, um, then just recently doing, uh, you know, yoga teacher training and meditation training as well. So, the and, whole kit and caboodle. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I a, know. <laughs> we <laughs> have to get you one a couple more times, I think. <laughs> um, so, and, and the most recent one, which is, you know, why we're here today is human design. Um, and I discovered human design roughly I think about two years ago um, through some Facebook group or something like that. Um, obviously I did not know much about it like most people uh, you know these uh, I, I interact with not a lot of people know about human design. Um, And ever since that, it was so, uh, when I first saw my human design and we'll share, you know, free links and things like that where people can go online and, uh, you know, put in their information and that will- That would be great. Yeah, and that'll, you know, output the chart, their human design chart and everything, uh, which will at least give them, uh, you know, a basic knowledge. So when I first saw that about myself, it was so accurate that I almost like shut it down. Like I almost closed the browser yeah. yeah, you were just like reading it like, no, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's way too much for me right now. <laughs> yeah. And it took me a couple of months to, you know, get my head around it and then came back to it. And now, uh, you know, obviously I'm uh, forever learning. I, I see myself as a forever student about yeah. all these modalities. And um, I'm helping many clients now to unpack their charts and unpack their uh, human design. So for, so Emma and I have a very, very minimal
1: basic understanding of human design. So when you say human design, what is it?
2: Yeah, perfect. Um, I'll give you a technical, uh, definition, but in terms of friend to friend kind of conversation, which is what I love, uh, you know, human design is essentially your unique energetic blueprint. So we all, uh, you know, walk around as obviously all humans thinking that we're all the same. Yes, we're all the same. However, each of us have a unique blueprint that not most many of us are aware of. Um, So human design takes in your birth information, your birth date, your time, uh, place of birth, etc. And then gives you your energetic blueprint, which shows you what your unique purpose is in life, um, what your gifts are, what your superpowers are, um, and how are you most designed to use your energy um, towards your highest good, yeah, not. By how you've been conditioned, for example, like the standards that are expected of you, or yeah, and almost like those societal
0: expectations, which Mm. we just kind of touched on before, yeah, and almost like your kind of true journey, or where you know, where I guess like on like a soul level, 100%.
2: Yeah, exactly, it's your higher self, your your soul journey, your most authentic self, Um, and a lot of us don't even know what. Authentic self is mm-hmm. yeah. right because we all walk around with layers of conditioning, mm-hmm. and um, it's not to put blame game. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not a blame game for you know towards our parents or you mm-hmm. know our caretakers or, and the society we grew up in. We've all had, and it all plays an evolutionary role, mm-hmm. uh, right? Yeah, we definitely. Learn, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we learn to work in groups. We uh, learn that we. Uh, in order for us to be accepted and part of the tribe, we need to do certain behaviors, mm, et cetera, et cetera. Values. Yes. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. So um, these all uh, tendencies and conditions and beliefs, keep shaping us so it's like age old nature nurture yes Mm. what what
0: yeah yeah. what are you kind of um more influenced by or or people are sort of influenced by both yeah yeah Yeah. definitely that's really really fascinating isn't it yeah
2: so uh, and at the end of the day we're all energy right like we're all energetic beings um so once you start to learn about your human design chart you can actually see where am i um, overutilizing or forcing myself or pushing myself to be a certain way, which is actually not in alignment with who I am as a soul or as a person or who I I, I have like incarnated here to be yes. on this planet at mm-hmm. this time. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I feel like that's sorry. I mean, it kind
0: of relates. I, I kind of feel that in a sense because. We have spoken a lot on this podcast about um, having pressure to make certain decisions because of, I guess, more, you know, um, like expectations that are put on us and almost kind of (laughs) like experiencing the challenges of going against those Mm -hmm. things because that might not be necessarily what we want to do. Is that kind of, I guess, like having those thoughts and having those feelings of saying this isn't the right path for us, is that a set, kind of related to human design in terms of feeling like you're not going in the right direction?
2: Hundred percent. Yeah. The, and I feel like this has been my uh, moment of truth as well. Um, there are many things that we can cover under human design. Like I was just saying um, before we started this podcast that. It's, it can be a rabbit hole. Like you can go deep, really deep into it. Uh, but for the purpose of today, the nuts and bolts of it is uh, there are things called type under human design, you, uh, you're a certain type and I uh, out of five. And then there is something called strategy, which is essentially how the universe or how life um, uh, talks to you and your authority then the other thing which is your inner authority which is how you are meant to respond to life Mm. or universe or whatever you believe in um and to your point exactly this is what exactly it does it a helps you decondition um where you that is where it's not your authentic self and b it helps you um understand who you truly are by getting more in touch with your inner authority so for example not relying on an external source um yes external source and validation and things that will always play a part in our evolution but the key word is relying Mm -hmm. yes right like we're not relying on those things and we become more in tune with our intuition, mm-hmm. our instincts, or what your authorities, everyone's have a unique, everyone, you know, has a unique human design, mm. and everyone has mm. their own, you uh, authority. Mm, yeah. And uh, I think we'll go uh, a little bit um, into detail on Jackie's mm. chart yeah. as well. So mm-hmm. to give people an example. Uh, and obviously, I will share my example of how learning about my authority has helped me so much mm. in decision making specifically Mm. and of course many other areas as well like relationships energy management stress management um, and the relationship to yourself and also with others and
1: when you say decision making that falls under so many different things right like we make so many decisions day in day out so if you can better understand like the way that you're I guess created to make decisions and things like that then things are going to flow and start to feel better and all of that so it's sort of almost like being aware of your human design is just gonna help you in so many ways just to feel more well I guess in a line right 100% yeah.
2: yeah absolutely more in alignment with yourself uh and um, helps you shed the people-pleasing tendencies <laughs> oh <laughs> are we gonna we're we gonna dive into that with Jackie's yeah. <laughs> We literally had this conversation. I've got a little nice,
1: crown though. that says people
2: pleaser mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, and also, it helps you uh, kind of. Uh, there's that subtle but very powerful um, inner confidence that comes with knowing yourself. Because mostly, what happens is a lot of internal stress. Not saying the stress of like getting things done, uh, you know, to-do list and everything. Yes, that is a level of stress as well. And that also, uh, you know, you can find a lot of help um, for those things. But there's a lot of like internal stress. It's like having two minds. You know you want to be a certain way, but there's something that stops you. There are blocks that stop you from being your authentic self and you can't can't quite point out what those are and firstly human design helps you kind of identify what those are firstly and then also gives you a roadmap on how to overcome that
3: mm. which is so
2: powerful because i feel like so many people in all different areas of their life would experience mm. that
3: right like yeah. that
1: feeling of wanting to do something Starting but something's stopping them or they mm. don't know how to
0: do it or why they you know yeah is that yeah Yeah. you you mentioned the word before um intuition yes which i just want to touch on a little bit because i i intuition really fascinates me because i sometimes feel like you know i have you know in intuitive thoughts or i'm sort of it's a gut feeling Mm. Is that something that we should be listening to? 100%.
2: Yeah. <laughs> without a doubt, 100%. Like, And we'll see um, how that differs by person to person. Mm. So, for example, my the intuition that I need to be listening to, my authority is an emotional authority. Mm. And we will go into detail around those things. And when Jackie's is a splenic authority... Mm-hmm. Her decision making is more from her spleen center, okay. so we'll go through that um,
3: yeah.
2: in a second. And I think that's a good segue for me yes. to like start talking about how human design came to be, yeah, and all the different philosophies and principles that I- it is made of. Yes, so um, it is a relatively new field, mm-hmm. um, and hence not a lot of people know about it yet. Uh, but it's picking up like wildfire, like in my community, I see more and more people now jumping onto this. But coming back to the point, um, it was channeled by a guy called, a man called Ra Uruhu Mm
3: -hmm.
2: um, in 1980s. Um, And of, of course, people can find more information when they Google it. But what essentially it is, is that it's a synthesis of four ancient um principles from different parts of the world so for example it uh, combines astrology Mm -hmm. western astrology uh, which, which is your planets and you know um, and how they move through your chart and the second one is um, your Hindu Brahmin chakra system so people who are aware of yoga and meditation and things like or energy healing would be aware of uh, we have seven you know primary chakras in our body so chakras are basically your energy centers mm-hmm. how energy moves through you mm-hmm. um, and uh, human design just added two more onto those centers so there are nine in human design um That's and the next thing
3: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and
2: then the next one is uh, the third principle an ancient chinese principle is um I Ching. Mm-hmm. uh that is so mind-blowing i was i wasn't aware of that before coming yeah. to human design it blows my mind what was it called sorry? I Ching. I Ching. yeah and, and the final one mm-hmm. is uh tree of life kabbalah so which is basically how in human design you're like what your circuitry is so that's a lot of like advanced, two de- mm-hmm. technical details. So mm-hmm. I won't go into that. Otherwise we'll be here for the <laughs> yeah. for for for, <laughs> for, for, like, for a week. Work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, so that's the technical side of it. The nuts and bolts, right? Like it's a synthesis of four of these ancient principles, and of course it also ha- combines quantum physics um, and uh, genetics as well. Um, so that's the technical side of thing. What it really does is that once you input your information, um, it gives you a chart. It gives you your type. So type is generally your energy type. Okay. So there are five main types. First one being the manifestor. So that's roughly nine um, percent of the total population who would be manif- manifestors. Now, what are manifestors? Mm-hmm. Um, manifestors are people who are here to impact and initiate new growth in the world. So th- these are the people um, who will be the leaders of starting something new. Like
0: entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs, yeah. and,
2: uh, and that, that isn't to say that other types can't be entrepreneurs, but these people specifically would be the first ones in the group to come up with a new idea. Yeah. Be like, guys, I think we should do this type of thing. Uh, Then there are generators, um, which are like 37% of the total population. And then there's a hybrid, uh, which is manifesting generator, which is a hybrid of generator and manifester. Uh, So what they are here to do is to spread creative energy as they build what they love. So manifester will spark an idea. The generator and manifesting generator takes it into the world and builds something off of it. Um, and then comes the projector, which, uh, according to the textbooks, they have been um, a slightly newer addition to the whole human design uh, system. And they are 20%, roughly 20% of the population. But as they say, the new, according to the new paradigm, which is again another big topic. But quickly, the new paradigm says that. As the world evolves more and more towards higher consciousness, as we become more and more intuitive beings, more and more projectors are being born and Jackie's one of them. I am one of them I <laughs> um, obviously, I haven't looked at your chart yet, but yes, yes. I'll be curious key- you know yeah. yeah. And then finally, there's uh, reflectors, which are very, very rare. They are 1% of the population. They're here to, um, you know, gauge the overall health and authenticity of the world around them. Now, each of these different type have specific strategy. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you are a manifester, uh, your strategy will be to inform. Now, what that means is that you are naturally inclined to have many great ideas. And then your energy is such that you're likely to just um, go with the idea and not have anything interrupt your momentum. Mm-hmm. So what would likely happen in, like, in a group setting, in whether you're an entrepreneur, you're a business person, or you are uh, working in a corporate job, or even at home with your friends, family, etc what tends to happen is because you have that great energy and momentum to just keep going with the idea because you don't want your flow to be disrupted, you just tend to go by yourself and kind of other people around you can feel left out, which can then create resistance for you. So then human design helps you there. It helps you understand, okay, your strategy in life is to inform. It's not saying you're seeking permission to go ahead and execute your idea. It's just saying, keeping everyone informed. Hey, I just had this idea. I'm going to do this. Um, And that's about it and for example my husband is a manifester mm. and i see that <laughs> i see that playing out right it's, it can be such a small thing like we've gone to the shopping mall together mm. and i would want to go to a store whereas he would want to stand out or go to another store and he uh, he'll be like okay cool i'll wait outside the store right like for example i love going to mecca yeah.
1: like <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah. and he's like
2: no he's like no. <laughs> he's like no i'll stand out so what happens is after I come out, now, I'm not expecting him to be there all like, you know, forever, uh, standing <laughs> out. He <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then I, I come out and he's not there. And I'm like, ooh, like, oh, where, where are you? Like, it just, and now I know this. It, and so I'm more aware of this, that, okay, more resistance is coming in me mm. because he just went somewhere and mm. he didn't even like inform me type of thing. So for him,
1: he sort of, he got the idea and he was like, cool, I'm just going to go yeah, do that because yeah. that, that's in flow yeah. for him. Yeah. yeah. And whereas you might see that as like, you didn't even let me know. Like. Yeah. Something, so yeah. understanding yeah. someone else's human design is obviously very, very important. important. In, in, yeah. I in, was
0: going to ask in terms of relationships, um, is do you find that being able to understand his human design helps or benefits your relationship? Oh my God. 1000%. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah. So wow. much. It has helped me so much. Yeah. Um, And we'll go through it um, when we go through Jackie's Mm. chart as well, where I'll give my examples as well. Mm. And this is like a very, very small and mundane example. Mm. But I see that come up in, you know, his other relationships as well, this thing, this need to inform, Mm. like, it's a mindset shift. Uh, And I shared that with him as well that, look, you need to adopt this strategy to inform in order to re- reduce resistance in your own life mm-hmm. so people around you like especially at work as well can feel like because he's a natural leader they can feel like oh you know I, I wasn't aware of that etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. and then he can uh, you know reduce that resistance yeah in that uh, in so that like work. a small
1: change for him could make a big impact in how people um I guess like perceive him or yeah understand him right like something that's more where you can be like if you just do this then people are going to understand why you're doing this kind of thing
2: yeah 100% and Mm. then when we go through projector strategy Mm. as well I hope we'll you know um have many light bulb moments Mm. for you because it did for me so for example I'm a projector Mm. my and so are you Jackie Mm. um and one of our strategy actually not one off, it is the strategy (laughs) uh, is uh, to be invited. So now, Uh uh, different people say, wait for invitation. I like to say to be invited is more empowering. Mm -hmm. It's not you're just sitting around and waiting for things to happen. Yes, you are out there in the world, doing your thing. However, the biggest life opportunities or the most aligned and authentic opportunities for you and for projectors Mm -hmm. will come from Uh, being invited by
1: others and it's so interesting because i only ever heard about human design when i worked with a business coach and she said i just want to see what yours is so then she could work out how to work with me and how to best work with me and that was what she said she said when she realized i was a projector she was almost surprised she's like you need to be invited to do things and as soon as she said it it just clicked because i do like i need that invitation for everything like Mm. i need someone to be like you know um Can you give me a call later? So then Mm. I call them. Otherwise I won't. Like little things like that. And I've noticed it in so many areas of my life that like, I need that invitation to Mm. then step out and be able to be me and do what I want to do, you know, like hundred percent in all areas of my life. And that was sort of the one thing. That's probably the only thing I understand about human design (laughs) to be honest. Um, But even just hearing that one thing, I was like, okay. That it can sense. be life-invited, yeah.
2: gotcha. Yeah. And yeah. it can be life-changing, right? Like 100. Even even Ra said that if you don't do anything else with the rest of the Human Design information, mm. if you just implement an experiment—actually, the word is experiment—so you don't have to take everything. Um, you know, Literal, yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. You experiment with this information that you learn about yourself, mm-hmm. uh, and you experiment with it. Um, so he said, if you don't do anything else just experiment with your strategy and your authority, which mm-hmm. in a projector case is to be invited. Mm-hmm. And authority can differ from person to person. Like mm-hmm. even though Jackie and I both are projectors, uh our inner authority is very different. And mm-hmm. we'll yeah. go through that in a mm-hmm. second.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um and and in terms of like being invited, it's there's a deeper um mechanics you know for these strategies to be invited which is basically recognition because Mm. an invite in itself carries uh, a sense of recognition that Mm. someone has seen you Mm. right and a trap where most projectors kind of fall into is that we keep waiting for that invitation or we keep waiting to be seen however we first need to ask ourselves where do I Want to see myself like where have I not seen myself? You know mm-hmm. they say that uh, it's more to do with self-compassion, also with uh, self-empowerment, self-leadership. Mm-hmm. It's like I see myself, for example, as a successful entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and then you go out in the world and embody that knowing and behave from that. Almost like giving yourself that invitation, right? Yes. Like it's
1: like this is mm. where I want to be.
3: Like yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, can I, in terms of um, what impacts? Because obviously, there's lots of different things that impact yeah. your, like where you sit on this. But will your life experiences and things like that change? I guess whether you're a projector or whether you're something else, or um, is it more around the sort of you know, obviously your your, your astrology um, and mm-hmm. all of the other sort of principles that you mm-hmm. related to earlier? Does that change? Does life experience change these things or not? Not particularly,
2: um, I can say not particularly.
0: So, you're kind of born, it's like how you're you're born with it to nurture, you're sort of born with these things, and that's where you're, yeah.
2: But that's and that's where I love human design more than any other field I've come across. So, I still love astrology, for example, right? Like getting my uh astrology chart done. So, I grew up in India, which was uh, and over over there, at least in my family, getting your astrology chart done the Mm -hmm. moment you're born is like it's like a no-brainer everyone does it like it's just like you know yeah your parents do that for you and then you get into it so it's like a common language that we all speak Mm -hmm. um but what I found with astrology so I and I'm not saying anything against astrology I love astrology and human design obviously takes into account Mm -hmm. this, uh, this aspect as well um Sometimes what can happen with astrology, if we get too fixated on it, it just shows you, okay, yo, this planet is sitting in this house, for example, this Mm. Saturn is sitting in your house of relationship, and it's going to do, etc, etc. To me, that sometimes felt like disempowering, Mm. okay, I'm like, okay, cool. So Saturn, for example, is going to come and ruin my relationship, for example. So be ready. Be ready (laughs) for the breakdown. Okay. So what am I supposed to do? (laughs) Yeah, because
1: it's just going to happen. Hundred percent. Good point. Yeah.
2: So true. Yeah, and whereas human design will show you, firstly, I or at least I haven't uh, gone that far yet. That I'm predicting. I don't think human design is a predictive tool, but it is a more empowering tool in that manner that you can, for example, see. What are your shadow sides? Like, for example, people who are aware of like psychology and uh, therapy, or you know, uh, emotions in general. We have um, shadow expression of things, and we have higher expression of things. Mm-hmm. So, for example, it, it can show you your Saturn is sitting in, um, for example, this gate. They call it gates, uh, which which comes from I Ching, uh, or I Ching, um, and it can show you that. Uh, what what does that mean so uh and how are you uh meant to transform if you're operating from a shadow self or a shadow side of things how are you meant to transform that into a more resourceful way
0: yeah wow Sorry fast is that like similar to shadow work or is that something kind of different in terms of you know, like I haven't done much shadow work but I'm yeah I've done know. a little
1: bit but it's more about I guess shadow work you'd say is taking the things that you might see as negative or that you're like trying to not show the world and actually working on how to utilize that as a strength, I guess. Um,
2: Sort of, Yeah, you can say that, Yeah, you can say that. I think uh, different people who've pioneered different things have called them different names. Mm -hmm. Uh, With uh, human design, um, there was another field that came, another branch kind of by a separate person called Gene Keys. Uh, so I'm integrating that as well into human design. That's another whole different field, another mm-hmm. different conversation. But in Gene Keys, they basically say that. So for example, um, my son, my, you know, design son, um, human design son is in a specific gate. And because I have I have that gate, which is, um, it's a spectrum. So what that means is that, if I am operating from a low vibe or from a shadow self, I will be stressful across, Mm -hmm. you know, in different circumstances. So Mm
3: -hmm.
2: my day-to-day energy will be more stressful. However, it also shows me that the higher expression of that gate is um, stillness or Mm restraint. So it also then helps me understand, okay, Right now, I'm operating from my shadow self where Mm. I'm like frantically running around being in a stressful state, which is, yes, my design has that. So now that I know about it, Mm -hmm. that knowledge in itself becomes that power.
0: Yes, definitely. And then
2: I can shift into a more higher state. Okay, where do I need to restrain myself? Mm. Where do I need to restrain myself? It's like that self-knowledge and that self-understanding on
1: just a completely different level, right? Where, you know, having that, Knowledge. Yeah, knowledge
0: about yourself yeah. can just be so so powerful. Hey. Are there times where you sort of catch yourself and you just like this is what I'm experiencing right now. I need to change something or I need to love that.
2: Yes, yes, 100%, which wasn't the case. Like, even though, yes, I've done, uh, you know, a lot of work on myself, psychology and other, you know, modalities. uh, Yes, I have learned a lot of things about myself, but human design has taken it to another Mm -hmm. level. It's like that, like
0: knowledge is power. 100%. Knowing, you know, and I think everyone has different, you know, things that they might not like about themselves. or There might be things that... You know, but knowing knowing you and having more self- awareness really just you know you can grow from that, and you your relationships I assume will become better, your relationship with yourself will become better yeah. um and so I think yeah.
3: it's
1: like one of those things that you know you can take what you want from it and what mm. feels good, and if something else like you know I guess it's not one of those things that's like, well, you need to do it like this this and this by the book or you're going to be wrong you know what I mean like like you sort of said like you might pick up one thing from the strategy that is around your human design and that could literally change how you feel and how you experience life and things like that hey so
2: yeah absolutely and which is a good segue into going into what authority is so we've spoken about the type and strategy Um, and then authority is the basically uh, how you need to make decisions in alignment with your true self, authentic Mm, self, whatever you want to call it. And Mm -hmm. your design, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: So just, yeah, taking your example, uh, Jackie, Mm -hmm. your authority is um, splenic authority. So which comes from the Spleen Energy Center. Okay. So this uh, basically is a center of instincts, uh, physical safety and intuition. So it's in the moment awareness. Um, How is your relationship actually to your intuition is how it, is it yeah
1: i mean i feel like i have a very strong intuition yes do i listen to it all the time <laughs> absolutely yeah. not yeah. um but you know most of the times when something's happened or whatever i've you know been yeah. like i had that gut feeling yes you know i actually yeah. got the word intuition to do to my arm after yeah. my intuition was very right after something and i was like oh wow i need a re- i need that reminder this is
2: amazing i love that yeah. i love that so much because <laughs> This is how you need to be making decisions in your daily life. Mm. Uh, I would say start small.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, As small as, like, you get this intuitive hit to call a friend or to wash your Mm. hands or to send that email. Mm. Start small. not so, like... Is that my intuition telling me I should get a black Maserati? Like,
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure Actually it was. Yeah, well,
2: yeah. Hundred percent. Okay. Start mm. small because it's just like, like you know, uh, building a muscle. Mm-hmm. You're building mm. your intuitive muscle. Mm. So, what would be a helpful tip for someone like you is mm. to keep a journal. If you yeah, know, yeah. if mm-hmm. if you you know, if you like. Yeah. Mm. So at the end of the day, it'll be really good for you to record, even if it is as small as, like I said, calling a friend. Mm because you never know calling a friend in itself might not sound as uh you know uh, life changing yeah but you never know what comes up in that conversation mm. because it's your instinct telling you to do something okay mm. and you never know where it's going to lead you maybe it's going to lead you to your next chapter in your life or something like that
0: okay okay I love that um I I think I'm also because I did my human I did it and I'm also how do you say it it's his, his p- clinic of, yeah. yeah i'm also because we i don't know if we we're talking yeah. about that but yeah i'm also that as well okay. which yeah. i find it's so interesting. really interesting as well because i also relate to that i think i'm quite intuitive again don't listen to
3: it yeah bro. yeah <laughs> we we're all yeah because
2: we you know when you, you think about it. it yeah we question it yeah, and also yeah. we're not taught we're not taught to live that way no. yeah. yeah we're taught to live from the mind mm-hmm. don't yeah. get me wrong mind's very powerful But it's, it's
0: got a place in time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like when I'm making a decision and I, it's, my intuition is like, no, no. And like, I, it it kind of comes out in like anxiety and comes out in like lots of sort of different feelings. Um, So I, yeah, I feel like I can understand. Yeah.
1: Well, because it's so easy to listen to your mind, right? When your intuition is telling you something and you're like, oh, you're just overthinking it. Yeah. Almost start, that like, gaslighting yourself. Oh, yeah. no, you're just being too cautious or you're just you're self-sabotaging or whatever it is, you know? It's so easy to listen to that part of your brain. Waiting. Yeah, literally. Mm. That part of your brain that's just going, oh, did it,
2: maybe don't 100%. listen to that. I completely relate with that. Like, before coming to human design, I thought of myself as the like most indecisive person, <laughs> because I, was, I, I would have an idea, I'd be like, I wanna do this. And that's where I think my authority is different. So I've got emotional authority. Mm-hmm. What that means is that, uh, that comes from solar plexus. So solar plexus is the center for emotion awareness, spiritual awareness. Um, so what would happen is, so for people who have emotional authority, uh, they are constantly processing one or the other emotion in their body. Now, this can be really tricky for a lot of people who don't know this and kind of think like, oh my God, I'm anxious all the time, or oh, I'm experiencing this particular emotion all the time. Does that mean that I need X, Y, Z, like substance or uh, you a know, coping mechanism yeah. or something like that? No, it's not, because that's how you're uh, designed to be. So there's that power in knowing. Now, if I feel like, okay, these emotions are coming up, I'm more aware of these and the guidance for me for people who have emotional authority is to wait wait it out it's like mm. a wave mm. like it arises and then it plateaus and it just dies down mm.
1: so it's not consistent so having that awareness of that like for yourself with you know being in tune with your emotion I guess it yes. kind of is right just makes it easier to sort of process that emotion that you're going through almost not overthink it, let it happen and move on. And I guess it would be the same for us with Mm. our intuition, understanding that, like, no, we actually do need to make these decisions based on it. You sort of, like, can pull yourself back and be like, okay, let me actually listen to what my intuition is telling me because I know that, Mm. you know, according to this, I'm going to make the right decision if I hundred percent.
2: So let me give you a quick example. Mm -hmm. So, for example, your splenic authority, Mm -hmm. you are meant to make decision immediately. Mm. Mm like on happen? the spot okay on the spot okay right um of course that's why i said start small yeah start small
0: yeah that also turn very bad yeah
2: start small whereas okay. for me because i'm an emotional authority i am not meant to make the decision on yeah. the spot because i'm not meant to make decisions from the high Mm -hmm. highs of the emotions or low lows of the emotions Mm -hmm. I need to wait for neutrality which usually comes yeah yeah. and it's different for different people depending on how big the decision is that I'm about to make it can be 24 hours like wait for 24 hours and if Mm -hmm. I still want to do that thing I'll go and do that thing after Mm -hmm. 24 hours Mm -hmm. or wait for a week Mm -hmm. or for sometimes it can be as simple as walking out of uh, a store. So let me give you an example. The other day, I, uh, I was at uh, a shop, like uh, shopping for winter coat, um, and I was confused between two colors. I love them both, and I couldn't. Like I was saying, indecisive. I was yeah. like, I can't make my point. Like I make my mind. I just want to either why, buy this color or that color. And I just. And I knew. Okay. Now I'm going into my emotional wave. I was getting indecisive, and and then you know in the past what i've done i would freak out because i'd feel the pressure because the, everyone's like waiting for me to make the decision uh the salesperson mm. and what have you mm-hmm. and then um i would feel so pressured and then end up buying the wrong thing under pressure and then you take uh, it back the next day yeah thing. exactly yeah <laughs> go back and buy the other color 100 <laughs> and and then uh, now knowing this what i did was what helps people with emotional authority is Remove yourself from that situation. Mm -hmm. So I told her, the salesperson, to hold both the colors Mm -hmm. for... I didn't give her a time because then that's also putting a pressure on me. I said, you know, by the end of the day, I I will come back. Mm -hmm. And I didn't believe it. I walked out of the store. Mm. I walked only like 5 or 10 steps and immediately I knew it. Because the pressure was taken off now and I got in touch And my emotions came back to neutral very quickly because it's a relatively small decision. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean when I said earlier that, you know, like, I don't know,
1: decision-making isn't like, am I going to buy this car? Am I going to buy this house? Am I going to, I don't Mm. know. You know what I mean? Like, we make decisions all day, every day. So if you can understand that. 100%. And it can just be so powerful. Like, that's a perfect example, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, how many people would go in and...
2: Yeah, and and you know, I don't know. I don't want to talk too much about myself, but no, I did think, think this is a powerful example that I really wanted to um, give your listeners. Is that's a relatively smaller example, right, of buying a winter coat? But the second one, I was shopping around for a business coach, okay? mm. and everyone knows bu- investing decision. in business—it's it's a big, big decision. decision. It's yeah. big amount of money, um, and then and exactly like I said in the past, I've felt pressure to. You know, spend money or you know my time or energy, whatever, whatever in uh, with one particular thing, and it hasn't turned out great for me. But now, knowing human design, what I felt was that when I was, you know, um, checking out this business coach, we were engaging in conversation, we were having back and forth messages, and I was not able to make up my mind. That's what my mind thought: that oh, I'm confused, I'm confused. But my intuition had already told me, my emotions had already told me that this is not the best decision for mm. you. Because every time I thought about investing with that person, uh, my body would like contract or I would feel yeah, some some sort of like, like, like sensation. sensations oh. Yeah, in my stomach, in my chest, uh, so different people feel different emotions, uh, you know, uh, in different parts of the body. And I wouldn't know. I was like, okay, I don't know what's happening. So I kept asking for more time. Uh, which is the best thing to do for emotional authorities? Mm-hmm. Anyway, ask mm-hmm. for more time mm-hmm. um, and don't feel pressured. And now knowing this with my human design, my it was almost my mind was like playing scarcity games. Like, oh my god, if you don't invest now, imagine how mm-hmm. late you will be in you know getting so the business out The ground. emotions of like yeah. you need to
1: do something. Yes, and like, you yeah. need to do
2: something, mm-hmm. and then. I finally decided. I was like, you know what? What's the point point of learning about my human design if I if I don't implement it? Ignore it. I was like, okay, let me see, experiment how this goes. I said, okay, I'm gonna listen to my body. My emotions are telling me it's it's a no go. Mm. And when I told her it's a no go, I that person, you know, the way they responded to a no gave me all the information i needed to you know like that was the right decision yes yeah because it wasn't a very a big shift huh? yeah and did you feel quite relieved that yes 100 percent. Yes. i felt so relieved i was like uh, thank god thank yeah. god i listened so you know it literally saved me a lot of heartache
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, and money money, money. money. <laughs> investing time time yeah. 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 yeah yeah
2: so yeah that's how uh, that's why i think it's this information is so empowering mm. it's yes. so empowering
0: it is and I feel like it could really change one how you live your life but also maybe even the direction Mm. of your life Um, one question I had actually is around I guess the different human designs interacting with others Mm. so like do some human designs get along better with a you
2: know other a certain yeah perfect this is like such a great question and I think Hopefully many people pick up on this and eventually when we design our workplaces mm. and teams and for, you know, business owners, it is game changer yeah. to organize your teams according to the human design. So the yeah. good news is there isn't any um, clashing designs Mm -hmm. working together like it's not like this one
1: and this one just keeps them (laughs) apart One (laughs) hundred percent. at the (laughs) interview so what time were you born
2: mate (laughs) so for example even though jackie and i are both projectors the way we make decisions our authorities are different and Mm -hmm. then that's just like the surface level Mm -hmm. then the other level is profiles then there are gates like i was mentioning Mm -hmm. in different uh uh, you know uh, astrology signs so she and i will be so different um in general however it's good to have uh, a good understanding of your type and the people you're hiring because what can end up happening which is a great segue into mm-hmm. the another topic I uh, wanted to talk about uh, in human design is your energy centers mm-hmm. because when you think about working and in teams not everyone will work with the same level of intensity and same level of energy
3: mm-hmm.
2: in the past that would have caused a bit of judgment in our minds, right? Thinking, mm, oh my sure. God, I am always go, go, go. And this person is Just not. Back. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But, and some people are, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not going to say of that course, that, yeah. that doesn't happen but some <laughs> yeah.
3: people.
2: <are> <laughs> some people do that, but um, yeah, of course, you know, you use your judgment, uh, you know, discernment. But, uh, Whereas not everyone is meant to work in the same manner. Mm -hmm. So what I learned, what I've learned, uh, learning um, from human design is that we as human race have evolved. Mm -hmm. So previously, back in the days of like kingsmen and, you know, these dynasties and all of that, Mm -hmm. there were more rulers. Mm -hmm. Right. So there were more uh, manifestors mm-hmm. and generators. They were rulers because manifestors and these guys are yeah. like rule, they have these ideas and they rule kingdoms mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. just give orders and do that. And then you have generators manifesting generators who carry out those orders who would be the people, right?
3: Mm.
2: And then through human evolution more projectors started being born. Projectors are basically here to guide, mm-hmm. right? They are here to mentor, they are here to guide the best use of energy, of people, so projector will have uh, different energy centers defined in their in their chart versus a manifestor or a generator. When I say energy centers defined, what I mean by is if you have uh, colored in energy center, you'll know that from your chart once you look it up. Um, let's say you have your sacral colored in. Mm-hmm. What that means is that it's a defined center. It means that you have consistent and reliable source of energy in that center. Now, sacral Mm -hmm. is a center for, uh, it's a um, center of life force, meaning Mm -hmm. to do, to action, to you know, mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, those things. So projectors don't have that defined, Mm
3: -hmm. blanket
2: rule, right? Projectors don't have that because we are not meant to be go, go, go all the time.
1: (laughs) Perfect. sounds more.
2: (laughs) Sounds like someone I know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I need
2: my nap at midday. Sometimes I'm just kicking back yeah. and I'm like, don't really feel like working right now. <laughs> and this is a new paradigm shift because yeah. we are not, we, we are taught that the more you work, the more successful you will be, mm. which is not entirely true mm. for everyone. Were you conditioned to believe that? Yeah, you know, that Make yeah. sure you work hard yeah. and you get, your, yeah. So yep. this was like a game changer for me, learning mm-hmm. that I'm a projector because I realized I was operating from a very, um, you know, old conditioning, that I'm meant to be, like, go, 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 all working the time. as many not, hours
1: as I can. Yes, yeah. working as many hours, not resting. Out. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm not, then I'm not working <laughs> yeah. hard I've already the said mindset that once. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> and knowing that about human design, about my human design, was a game changer, because I realized, oh, no. This is, I'm literally on the verge of burning out if I keep doing that. Mm. Um, and the key thing for people who have sacral undefined um, is learning when enough is enough. Mm.
3: Sounds
2: like me. Yeah, yeah. Um, And there are so many energy centers, right? Uh, Basically nine in human design. Mm. And once you look at your chart, you'll see some are open, which are white or not colored Mm. in. What that means is if you have specific open energy centers, that just means you're more A, you don't have consistent and reliable energy in that in that mm. particular center mm-hmm. now that doesn't mean for example for Jackie and I we won't be doing things in life yeah. <laughs> we will be but there is not consistency and reliability so we need to be really in touch in tune with our body and that's mm. the great thing about human design it helps us just get more in tune mm-hmm. with your body um, and the second thing is uh, with the open center is that you are more likely to be conditioned in your open centers mm-hmm. so when you are on your deconditioning journey as they say in human design these will be the first few things that i look at in a, in someone's chart mm-hmm. okay where are potentially they are th- they mm-hmm. could be um conditioned
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, and so it's yes. almost like more about unlearning the things
3: yes and yeah
1: and rather than yeah. like learning all these things by itself it's like yep. well hang on let's just like unlearn the things that don't align
2: yeah and yep. And how am I meant? Yeah. So yeah. and exactly what I did with my sacral undefined was like continuing uh, continuing to check and ask myself. Um, is is that enough? Mm.
3: Yeah, like, you mm-hmm. know. Should
2: I, or should I maybe yeah. do something else? Or yeah. Or should I, I you know, take take a back seat and you know not mm. keep pushing? Mm. Uh, and that obviously came from a lot of conditioning and mm-hmm. uh, other things. So for example, uh, if you're there's a center, so you're starting with top. You have your head center and your agya uh, center, which is mm. your third eye. Mm. And then you have your throat center. Then you have your G center, which is your like in the center of your chest. Mm-hmm. And your heart center, solar plexus, spleen, sacral, and root. Mm. So your root center is the center for, for example, um, drive, momentum going mm. forward, mm. right? It's a pressure center. So, for example, if it is defined, you're more likely to be more structured in your way of doing things. So, for example, Jackie, yours mm-hmm. is defined and so is mine. Mm-hmm. Um, in our uh, highest expression, we can be very productive mm-hmm. and you know, know how to do things by XYZ format. Mm-hmm. But in our lowest expression, we can also um, create... Pressure for the other person in our life mm. to be always on the go as well. Mm. I'm not saying you've experienced this or I have mm. experienced this, but mm. it, there is a possibility for both low and high. Mm. Yeah. So it's just about being aware mm. of where you're operating from.
1: And so when you say that you, you know, we have this chart and if this is highlighted or this is whatever. Is a chart like what is the chart? Is it you know people can sort of get it and look at it and be able to understand it or like yeah you know? Do
2: so, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So there are many websites who just give you the chart. Um, how that's why I like one website in particular. So mm-hmm. you can go to mybodygraph.com okay. um, and we'll obviously we'll put, put, we'll that put that in the show notes. Yeah. Um, and then you give you give uh, um, that that particular. Website gives you basic information on what your type is, and there are obviously there like paragraphs you can read, Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's how I started my journey, right? Like uh, on your type strategy and authority, Mm. Uh, and that's about it. And I think that is enough if you're like starting just to give it a go. And Mm. if you Um, you know want to go deeper Mm. into learning about how those different aspects of yourself interact in Mm. different areas of your life Mm. in your work your relationship uh, Mm. in your own like stress management anxiety management etc or or what have you there are other things as well like your profile Which profile is your you'll see uh, two numbers which are called your profile which is essentially your um you know the costume of your purpose Mm -hmm. how you're meant to you know carry Mm -hmm. out your purpose and how Mm -hmm. others see you etc so that resource is really good it gives you basic information Mm -hmm. and if you want to then dive deeper you can obviously get in touch um uh, for a human design reading so you do human design yes. readings yeah yeah yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. I do cool. that
0: do you yeah. work with people um either like a once-off or do you kind of you could see them a couple of times or yeah. like, how does it work
2: uh, how do you work with your clients yes yeah, so far uh the way I work is if someone is new absolutely mm-hmm. like new to human design I start with the foundational or you know beginners reading mm-hmm. because like I was saying, the information is so deep and so, so much to take so much to take mm. in and i'd rather that person firstly implement that information and in their life and see the results for themselves and then if they want to go further then i uh, have the option for advanced reading mm. uh, for them to come back um, and do a more in-depth reading where we go into more details like their purpose mm. so first first initial beginner reading is understanding their type strategy mm. authority their profile um, and very oval overview of their energy centers
3: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. and then we go into deep uh, advanced reading if they decide to you know go ahead yeah. with that yeah. into deeper uh, you know energy centers and incarnation cross is another Mm -hmm. thing uh which is basically your uh, purpose of why you've incarnated on this planet at this time Mm,
3: Uh, yeah, yeah and
2: other things uh planets and um yeah so so many other things like for example right now i am uh structuring my business according to my human design how Mm. am i meant to communicate what am i meant to communicate to the world so you can literally use this information not just for your own self and Mm. your energy management but for your relationship and also for your business Mm. so Mm. for example i recently learned that um uh, my um my what am i what i am here to communicate to the world obviously i knew my purpose and all those things
3: mm-hmm.
2: but diving into more into my planets learn what i'm here to communicate to the world is essentially liberation
3: mm. liberation from
2: suffering um liberation from their blocks and conditioning it could be anything right I but liberation that, yeah, yeah and this is no fluke i i Realize my business is literally just called that yeah. it's libco yeah. which is short which is short for liberation co oh. and
3: ah. You're like, like you can't drop
2: like Whoa. not that i needed more validation but mm. on how it, it was another thing that you can't make this stuff you up can't. yeah
1: yeah it's like you sort of piece the puzzle, like you piece the pieces mm. together for the puzzle, and you're like, "Oh wow, this is yeah. actually making so much sense." Yes. Yeah, and that's like something that I've definitely noticed with it. Like you know, just hearing like the little bits and pieces about my human yeah. design, and then just like clicking and being like, "That makes so much sense." Because yeah. when someone does this, I feel this, and when I do this, I feel that. Mm, having that just, like realization. Yeah, right of just being able to be like, "Oh, yeah. that's why." Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. So true. Um, so, looking at your chart, Jackie. So um, you've got a chart in front of us. Yes. So yes.
1: if I, I look at that and I just think, is that hey, that's are it's that's an, we're in
0: an, an anatomy <laughs> class, <Literally>. anatomy <laughs> class. Yes. <yeah. laughs> like I
1: feel like it's probably like a very overwhelming thing to look yes. at for someone who doesn't know what they're looking at. Hey, like 100%. so we've got a lot of numbers and things on the yeah. side, and then yeah. a person with What's some. The- Mind energy centers,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's why I say, you know, working with a um, with a human design coach yeah. is really good because otherwise it can be very overwhelming. Yeah. And once you start to unlock each piece of information, uh it is so powerful. So for example, looking at your chart, there's this in the center you have this body graph of a person, and then you have these different energy centers going down your spine and on your left hand. Right-hand side. So, looking at your chart, you have a couple of white open, which which are open centers. Mm -hmm. They don't have color in them, Mm -hmm. and uh, some of them have color in them. So, the ones that have color in them are basically the consistent and reliable source of energy for you uh, of those particular centers. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we and the open ones are where. You know, you take in the world, you take in others' energy mm-hmm. um, and where you could be potentially conditioned as well. So, for example, um, I'm not saying this is the case for you, mm-hmm. but someone with an open solar plexus. So you have an open solar plexus okay. as an example. Yeah. So someone with an open solar plexus, um, depending on who uh, who they were surrounded by when they were growing up, There is a potential for a lot of conditioning to take in others' emotion Mm. and not knowing the or not having the discernment of what is actually others' emotions and what are yours and where you could be taking in others' emotions and And amplifying, letting that affect me. Kind of yeah. You never need the short answer is you never need to let that affect you because you your human design says you are not meant to be experiencing high intensity of emotions mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. or most of the time
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, if you have an open center you can take in others emotions mm. and amplify it yeah. make it okay. bigger
3: yeah
2: um so uh, a quick tip for people with open centers um not just solar plexus any open center is just be extra mindful of your environment and who you surround yourself with Mm. so if emma comes home from work and she's in a bad mood and if she has if she has defined solar plexus
3: as well
1: so i could like take on that energy and start Mm. i start to become in a bad mood yeah so just yeah. don't come home in a bag don't come home in a bag <laughs> i can't my solar plexus is open <laughs> <laughs> okay I, feel like Emma. I can't deal with this <laughs> right now <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah and and you know on that note a recommendation would be now that you know that mm. if you see uh or you find yourself experiencing that remove yourself remove yourself for some mm. time or mm-hmm. firstly understand what is yours and mm. what is theirs. Mm. Could, mm. could it be yours could, could it be you picked up during the day from somewhere mm. you know sometimes you have these conversations and you don't think about it but something lingers on yes. about that conversation yeah, throughout yeah, the day yeah you could yeah. be that
1: i can and, think of certain people that i have conversations with or will spend time with and i walk out and i'm just like oh, drained, my drain my yes. energy is <laughs> just yes. gone yeah depleted you know yeah 100
3: yeah.
1: percent. so you could feel
2: that and And so, for example, you have uh, your G-Center open. So, G-Center is the center for love and direction Mm -hmm. in life. Mm -hmm. So, people who have G-Center open can tend to obsess about purpose and direction in life. Like, what am I here to do? I need to figure out what am I here to do. Um, And I really need to figure this out type of, like, Mm -hmm. thing. Uh, And with that comes a lot of question about their love life as well. Not saying... (laughs)
1: I feel attacked.
2: If, that's <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> if, if, if it helps, I have an open G centers and I'm completely okay. related with that, right? Yeah. Like yeah. now, knowing that, I know I've made peace with it. That yeah. I'm forever meant to obsess about it. So, yeah, it's so, fine. Yeah. It is what it is. Okay. It is what it is. Yeah, and and you know, that's what they say with acceptance as well. There's you almost like oh, all that pressure. And... Yeah, there's no mm. pressure. Mm. So, what
1: do I need to do with my love life? Just accept that it's a shemazel or
2: what? No. <laughs> <laughs> no it's essentially uh basically not obsessed about it in okay. a way that becomes unresourceful for you yeah mm-hmm. unresourceful could mean like uh someone in an unresourceful manner with an open g center could find themselves running around in different direction trying to find love mm,
3: for example okay. yeah 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 right so
2: being okay and sometimes what happens is with some people have uh seen this example that even if there is love present in their life mm-hmm. they tend to overlook it because they're like, no, there must be someone another another not yeah. 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 yes Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I can I relate to, to that you. too, definitely. definitely. Mm. Yeah. So so see like knowing about that itself alleviates a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves mm-hmm. that I must know all the answers. Yeah. Or I must and have sort of just like side. being able yeah. to give
1: yourself that permission to be like, I don't yeah i need to have the answers i don't need yeah. to
0: know i don't need to
1: whatever yeah. and you can go it isn't okay. always like yeah.
0: something better or there's
1: like,
2: yes. always like being grateful being mm. grateful for what you yeah. have mm. and always and always bringing everything no matter how much deep i go into human design and or anyone goes into human design always bring it back to your strategy and authority
3: mm. always okay. bring
2: it back does it feel like especially for you yeah your authority is like, you know, in the moment. So you've got to ask yourself, does it feel right? Mm.
3: Mm. Or and does it feel my wrong? intuition. Yes, yeah, the first well, right? answer. And okay.
2: that's your first answer. Yeah. If you think, if something jumps up as your second answer or third answer, know that your mind has jumped in. In that moment, remove mm. yourself from that situation mm. and come back to it. That's really good advice because I feel like that can
1: happen quite a lot, right? Where you yeah. think something and then, you know, something comes to your mind, but then your mind goes oh, and then, but this oh but that oh yeah. but that and then that's when the confusion starts and all oh,
0: the yumming and aring. so i almost think just like recognizing that and one thing for you that mm. i notice a lot is procrastination bad yeah bad yeah. procrastination so mm. i guess that kind of ties into that quite nicely yeah in the, ter- in the sense that yeah like you need to just follow that sort of intuition yeah yeah and and almost like
1: yeah or like trust what My trust what intuition is telling me. If I'm procrastinating because I don't want to work, then like trust that, accept that, and be okay with that. Rather than like I almost feel that pressure to be like, well, I must be sitting at my laptop because I'm during work hours. Like I work for myself. I work whatever hours I want. I don't need to be doing that. No, you know. But then I almost feel guilt if I'm like, oh, go sit down on the couch and do nothing. And then I'm like, well, you can't do that. Yes, you know. See,
2: that's your defined root. Yeah. So that's your defined root center because I experience that as well. The defined Mm. root root center. Mm doesn't let you sit on the couch mm. and do nothing mm-hmm. that it's was like that yeah yeah the, the, yeah, the momentum mm. and the momentum drive. drive yeah
0: that's right yeah. and
2: what tends to happen and that's um obviously we won't go through all the details of your chart we can yeah. um but that was some of the other numbers i went into in terms of your gates mm. that can what can t- tend to happen is that it creates the unnecessary pressure to keep doing things mm. and it could you it could land us into doing things that are not even
3: leading mm. to
2: an outcome that we want they're just like busyness just doing I can relate it. to that
1: so much yeah. so much like i'll have a list of things to do and i'm like but as long as i just tick something
2: off tick something, like you you, know, know? you keep doing you keep yeah. doing and ultimately what this does it starts creating stress in your body in your nervous system
3: yeah mm
2: and which is your also your gate one of your gates mm. in your human design mm-hmm. is you have unconsciously this is something you're not su- uh, uh consciously aware of but mm. unconsciously this is something that you know you keep doing uh and it creates a lot of stress in you, mm. you know, and that further obviously leads to um uh, more stress of course yeah and it's like accumulates yeah (laughs) so two shadow expressions of stress that come out of this type of tendency is stuckness Mm. and uh you know and the other one's obviously stress so one is repressive and one is reactive yeah where you want to interfere like interfere with the nature of things Mm -hmm. Uh, like Mm -hmm. you know sometimes you know for us the mantra is um I'm saying this us because I also have this kid, mm. The mantra is trust the process. Mm. Yeah, you,
3: know, you
2: don't have to constantly be like when you yeah. plant a seed in the uh, you know garden, or you, wherever, right. yeah. you can't keep yeah. digging the hole again and again to you know check See how the it's seed at. is going. You mm. plant the seed, you water it, let it have sunlight, and then and just trust yeah, that it's going to just grow. trust the process.
1: Yeah. I love that. Mm. I love that. Yes. So, I think. I'm gonna have to book in for it. A I'm a reading. Yeah, <laughs> a reading. I just find no like it. even you just sort of scraping at the surface there. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, and sort of just like reigniting that. Like, okay, so I need to change the way I'm thinking, change the way that I'm doing things, you know, to be able to feel better in what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, so if that's something that people want you offer readings and you can sort of help people understand their chart and things like that
2: yeah absolutely it'd be my pleasure Mm. um so my instagram handle is Mm. the.libco so t-h-e dot l-i-b-c-o libco Uh, you can uh, find me there and there's a link to book a reading straight away with my uh, I have my calendar uh, Mm -hmm. and all the links set up amazing um, we might add that into the show notes so then people
1: can go straight from here into the link to book with you if that's something that they want to do
2: absolutely yeah and um, before we go I just wanted to also say that you know a lot a lot of people can um, feel the resistance that Oh, my God, will it change me? Mm. Uh, will I have to change? So human design is not about changing you
3: mm.
2: to be a certain way mm-hmm. or um you know fit into a box. Mm-hmm. It's actually the opposite. It actually helps you decondition of what you are not
3: mm. the The choice
2: is yours,
1: and you'll be aware of that too, I guess, if yeah. when you're doing things or you know if you're going through someone's chart and you say like you I'd like to be in alignment, you. You know Hmm. should do it this way or whatever and i'm sure that people could hear that and will be aware that oh they do that the opposite way at the moment and that's why it just doesn't feel nice when they're doing that kind of thing right so um sort of like we were saying before the awareness and the understanding of yourself is
0: just so powerful and it's not like about i guess it's not really about changing it's almost like the opposite. It's like kind of like coming back to your roots mm. and coming yeah. back to your authenticity. Yes. Um and just having that knowledge around yep. that which mm. is so
3: powerful.
2: 100%. Like to be honest, I wouldn't uh, hand on my heart. I wouldn't be sitting here talking about this if I 100% didn't believe in it. Yeah. And even if I tried, I couldn't because that's my human design as well. Mm-hmm. So my profile is 6. Mm. One of the things we uh see in human design is profile. So Number six means uh, a role model. What mm. that means is I need to go and do that thing first myself before you, before I, you know, share that with others mm. or um, advocate mm. for that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I mean, I feel like you've almost got nothing to lose by. Yeah
1: having a look at your human design chart yeah. and just, like you said, trying to tweak those small decisions and the, yeah. the way that you do things in a very small, minute way, um, bit by bit, you've got nothing to lose. That's if you that. do something the way that your human design says that, you know, it yeah. might benefit you and it doesn't feel right, that's okay.
2: hundred like, you know, percent.
1: And then the other way around, if you do something small and it feels really good, then how good's that, that you've how got that understanding? That? Yeah. There's, and no our, there's no real yeah. loss.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I was just thinking as well that imagine how powerful it can be if you knew your kids human design
3: yeah. so you can
2: then as a parent um not put that pressure of conditioning mm-hmm. on them and, and actually accept them and nurture them for who they are and understand why they might start doing things yes. or why they react
1: mm. certain ways or yeah yeah so that's some powerful 100 right
2: there. <laughs> so I and that's the reason why um so I don't have kids myself but mm. I have a lot of uh nephews and mm. you know a niece now as well So I am also looking at their charts, Mm -hmm. so that there's everyone
1: you know. Just a little human design chart in your brain. You're like, you see these numbers and these lines and these. I know.
2: So literally, I have a folder in my, you know, in my drive uh, under human design chart where I save my clients and also save my family. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When something happens, you're like, wait a second, (laughs) second. check the chart and get back to you.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, So uh, that is really powerful because. That's where conditioning comes from, you know. Mm-hmm. Our parents and we as parents as well, right? Like, mm-hmm. um I, like I'm an auntie, so I have a responsibility as well mm-hmm. towards them, to not condition them yeah, and actually yeah. understand what their strengths are mm-hmm. and nurture them that way mm-hmm. rather yeah. than just so powerful. putting them in a box, yeah. you know, and
1: doing do this because this is what I think Making is right and this is what I feel is like everyone else. Yeah. 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 yeah oh mm. I love it it's been such a good chat yeah thank you thank same.
0: you so much for coming on I've learned so much I know I'm so intrigued so I'm talking I'm looking easy.
2: bring in amazing I would love to unpack that for you guys
0: yeah, yeah. I love it all
2: thank right
1: you. so we will pop everything in the show notes we'll put your Instagram in there we'll pop your link to book um and then maybe if you can just send us through some links for people to the free resources yeah. I think you said yeah. about yeah. getting your own chart Absolutely. so people can just yeah. go to that and even Absolutely. just grab the basics from that that'd be really cool yeah. 100%. um and i think we'll that's it pack her up pack her her up. <laughs> um if you've listened send us the oh we, we need an emoji we get people what, to we, send an emoji when they've listened
2: okay what, what's your top trending um oh gosh let's something. Uh, i'm trying to think of something, think of something that yeah um Oh, the know. yoga girl the yoga girl the yoga girl you oh, literally read my mind <laughs>
1: yeah yeah intuition, intuition you know? <laughs> yes that's it
2: all right so send yeah. us the
1: yoga girl if you've listened we'd love to hear any feedback or like mm-hmm. if you took anything away from this as well um
3: and yeah you know the drill yeah be good or be good at it <laughs>